Hello, my name's Sophia Hansen and I'm here to help you feel calm and relaxed so you can have a better birth. On this podcast, I'll share inspiring conversations with mums and birth professionals where we dive deep into hypnobirthing and birth education so you are brimming with confidence, positivity and excited to birth your baby. There's plenty more goodness for you at sophiahansen.com. What springs to mind when you think about hypnobirthing and birth preparation? Do you imagine awkward conversations, flip charts, hard plastic chairs and bad coffee? Would it surprise you to know that the way I teach antenatal education feels more like a spa experience and for some of my couples it's date night? Is it possible that hypnobirthing helps babies be super calm and chilled out even once they're born? First time mum Lucy explains everything why she loved the learning, how it helped control her anxiety, and whether her baby daughter Bronte is calm and relaxed because of her early efforts. I am quite an anxious person. I think I have been my whole life. And obviously, pregnancy is a particularly anxious time. I'd felt quite nervous in the early stages of pregnancy. And, you know, you got your milestones, certain scans and things. And even though everything was going really well, I did feel gosh, how am I going to cope with the, you know, nine whole months of this and building up to the birth, which is obviously an unknown experience for me and one that we hear is bound to be scary and terrifying and painful. So I can't even remember how I heard about hypnobirthing, but it must have been in my consciousness somewhere. Did a bit of Googling and it, yeah, it really sounded like it could be a helpful solution for me to get my anxiety under control and to go into the birth of baby with a positive mindset. Luckily, Googling in my local area for hypnobirthing led me to Sophia Hansett. And from the very first conversation that we had on the telephone, I felt so reassured and I knew it was going to be the right thing for me. Of course, everyone's different. And for example, I didn't do NCT classes, whereas a lot of people do that. But I know that the hypnobirthing was what I needed to get myself into the right mindset, a positive mindset, facing a unique and new challenge in my life. And for you to be able to do something like that with Martin and for Martin to feel included, as opposed to, here's my husband, put in a corner of a room, he's not really relevant. How did it feel for the the two of you to be able to come together to a class like this? Oh, I think it was so empowering for both Martin and for us as a couple. You know, a few of our friends who've already had children, you hear things like the the husband fainted in the delivery room and things, and, oh, I don't know, I didn't get involved and that kind of thing. It sounds very 1950s. Martin, you know, wanted to be as involved as possible because it's his baby too, and he also wanted to be a strong support for me. I feel that attending the hypnobirthing classes together, you know, during the pregnancy... And, you know, doing the relaxation exercises and visualisations together, they brought us so close together. We felt like a real team going into the birth experience. And, you know, Sophia often said things that made us feel like a family, even though our baby wasn't born yet. And that was just so lovely and positive. As somebody who experiences anxiety, I'm guessing that some situations such as being in a room with people that you don't know that well, even in a small group setting, and talking about something that is hugely emotional must have been quite a big thing for you to be able to to do in the first place. Mm. 
I am a relatively confident person in certain aspects of my life, like at work and things. I can bluff and sort of speak confidently to a room of strangers. But, you know, talking about pregnancy and birth is so personal and so intimate. It was slightly nerve-wracking. So I was so pleased to hear that the class was going to be so small. I think our first class was three couples. And then the, you know, one couple had decided they want the rest to be private. So it was just another couple and us. And that allowed us to really drill down into our own things that we wanted to talk about, our own maybe worries and our own hopes, and to have the space to listen to each other, you know, a, a space to speak, uh, <laughs> to speak, you know, honestly and openly and have, you know, a thought challenged by Sophia or by the other couple as well. So, yeah, it was a very safe space. And so often we hear that birthing classes can be boring. They've just got slides up on the PowerPoint somewhere and there's not much interaction. And With um, the hypnobirthing that I teach, I do my best to try and make it as interactive as possible, but also to stimulate people in the different ways that they learn, whether that's by visual or auditory or something that's a bit more hands-on. Mm. I remember one particular exercise that you did that you uh, you were really quite excited by where you had a balloon and a ping pong ball. <laughs> the balloon darling <laughs> so yeah the the balloon class was a particularly unique one and I'll talk about that in a moment but for the most of the the course I the classes it felt like you were going into a spa <laughs> so I'll describe it um the environment was so peaceful and calm we'd have the wise hippo music playing when we arrived and we had a, a nice herbal tea when we arrived and there were blankets to help us really relax after our visualisation and meditation exercises. So it always felt like such a relief and a treat to attend, whether it was on a Saturday morning or even after work. It really felt like a unique space to go and really, I don't know, be with your bump and be, you know, in our little family, you know, that that was to be really. Really interactive. As I say, there was a chance to talk, to share our ideas and our, our fears sometimes in a safe way. I remember we had the massage practice, the soothing strokes, that was particularly enjoyable. But yeah, one of the most interactive elements, which I later incorporated into my baby shower, was the uh, balloon exercise. Sophia has a unique way of explaining how a baby actually pops out using a balloon and a ping pong ball. Do you remember, darling? It was mind-blowing, actually. We couldn't believe it. You think, it's never going to go in and it's definitely not going to come out. (laughs) And there was a lot of hilarity and enjoyment. And also, I think... I, did we win? Not that it was a competition, but I feel like our, our baby was born first. Our ping pong baby was born first, so that was fun. And yeah, did it at my baby shower and everyone was... <laughs> yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? Everyone thought it was hilarious. It was really good visual representation of the process. Good. And fun, I think, is so important in the run-up to birth because everything can get so incredibly serious. There's appointments and there's talk of pain relief and there's talk of where are you going to have your baby and have you thought about this and have you thought about that and what kind of vaccinations are you going to say yes to and how do you want them to be administered? And then actually just to come into a room and have some fun with other people <laughs> in the same beautiful pregnant situation as yourselves. It's quite marvellous. Yeah, it was really nice. We did have a good laugh, didn't we? Inevitably some of the things you're going to talk about they might be a little bit embarrassing sometimes you know we're thinking about like perineum massage and things like that but we were able to do it in a light-hearted way and of course when we had a chance to have a laugh we we all took that and it was yeah it just made it so positive compared to sometimes quite daunting midwife appointments and like you say the serious things you have to think about as well 
And so how easy did you and Martin find it to be able to, and hello, I've got Bronte's little foot <laughs> nudging me here. How easy did you and Martin find it to be able to incorporate the relaxations and the teachings into everyday life? Because being able to bring it into everyday life is really what makes it fundamental to your success on the day. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew that if it was if we were going to be able to really apply what we'd learned on the day, we needed to commit to building it into our regular daily lives. But luckily, it was really easy to do that. Sophia was really generous in sharing links to, I think you made your own recordings for us of the the birth affirmations, because you may hear Sophia's got a lovely voice, so we (laughs) found that really pleasant to listen to. So I would, for example, as soon as I got off the train on my way to work, I would listen to my birth affirmations while walking to work. One of the exercises you do is eyes open meditation, eyes open visualisation. Obviously, that's handy when you are walking walking on a busy Manchester street so I used to do that as well and every night before we went to bed we would play relax with nature and I don't think Martin ever heard more than 25 seconds of it because he drops (laughs) off very easily but I used to hear you know a minute or two of it Sophia was you know very encouraging that even if you fall asleep your brain is still listening to it and you're processing it and so that was really useful it was no effort to incorporate these things into our everyday lives there were certain visualization techniques and meditation practices which do require a bit of dedicated time but you know you can do as much or as little of that the more prepared you want to be the more you'll find time to do that but when I say time half an hour at a time if you can fit that in on a weekend or something that's what we did now, one of my clients in the past once said to me that if they were to slice me open, they would see Cam and Relaxed written all the way through me and that somehow I just have to walk into a room for people to get that, that essence. What, what would you say is your experience in terms of how I am as a, a teacher and your oh, experience wow. as a student? Well, yeah, I mean, me and Martin, whenever we're in a stressful situation, even now after Bronte, our baby is here, you know, Martin will say, calm and relaxed so calm and relaxed and we're trying to do Sophia's lovely Scottish accent and we can't do it very well (laughs) I never ever felt for a moment that Sophia found anything stressful she doesn't play down the fact that certain things are going to be hard like giving birth for example but it was always with the attitude of we can do this you can do this we're going to learn how to do this together it was so so effective and maybe we'll talk in a little while but even after the birth, Sophia was there to pick up on when I didn't feel calm and relaxed and would go above and beyond to try, you know, make extra effort to help me be more relaxed and feel in control. And that was so helpful. Oh, and an absolute pleasure to do, I have to say. It's one of my favourite things in the world for people to know that they are supported and to really step into their own belief that they can do it and they are doing it. And I'm watching you here with Bronte today and thinking this is a, a different woman to the one who first ever sat in my in my lounge about four Aww. or five months ago already <laughs> and so when we uh, when I first came in today you were mentioning that Bronte was being a little bit grisly mm-hmm. well now she's being just the, the picture of <laughs> the most adorable baby imaginable Aww. how would you describe how Bronte is as a baby because so often we hear that hypnobirth babies are incredibly calm and, and chilled <laughs> out how would you say she is well it's funny like when you've arrived today Sophia and asked about her temperament I've only just re- I've only just made the connection with the hypnobirthing. <laughs> People cannot believe how chilled out she is. And I guess another phrase for chilled out is calm and relaxed. <laughs> Since day one, Bronte has been a wonderful sleeper. She only wakes up once in the night, sometimes sleeps through, even at 12 weeks, which is amazing. 
of course she does have a bit of a grizzle sometimes a bit of a cry that's how she communicates but for the most part a happy smiley contented chilled out baby happy with strangers with our friends happy to be left on her own if i have to nip into a different room we feel like we've struck gold with this lovely easy to look after a delight to look after baby and who knows maybe a large part of that comes from all the prep we did when she was in my tummy and all the nice things she heard (laughs) and what would you say to anybody who's on the fence about hypnobirthing who's thinking oh i've heard about it but maybe it's a bit too hippy dippy for me (laughs) what would you say to them about the the birth preparation that i teach Well, I think it's actually not hippy-dippy at all. I think that's a real misconception that it might be all a bit out there, you know, a bit crazy. It's actually very scientific. We We did a lot of understanding how things like oxytocin affect the body, how oxytocin applies to the uterus when you are in labor, for example. And it gave us a real sense of understanding and control over the birth and the build up to the birth as well. I would say everyone's unique, everyone's an individual, but if you're on the fence about doing hypnobirth, then I would say do it. Give it a try at the very least. Often you might be able to have a taster session and really see if it seems like it's for you. I don't think Martin and I would have coped (laughs) with our birth if we hadn't have done the hypnobirthing. I'll probably talk about this. But, you know, I I was, I think, a bit unlucky. I had quite a difficult labour with my baby Bronte. But we were able to manage it and deal with it using the techniques that we'd learned. Prior to doing the hypnobirthing course, I hadn't come across the concept of skin-to-skin contact. Maybe I was ignorant and maybe it's a common thing. But for me, it was quite a revelation of how important it is to try and have skin-to-skin contact with your baby as soon as possible after they're born. I've understood how it helps with bonding. It helps with feeding. Knowing how important it was, again, gave me the strength to ask to make sure that we had skin to skin with me and my baby and my husband and baby as well, even though we had a forceps delivery. You know, we were in theatre. I was numb uh, from the chest down, but the doctors and the midwives were wonderful and they knew how important it was to us. They had Bronte on my chest, holding her carefully because I couldn't move my arms and we had the skin to skin then. They even got Martin to whip his top off in theatre and have skin to skin with our baby, you know, pretty much as soon as she was born as well and that was just wonderful and I I do think it can only help with bonding and did help us to breastfeed in the early days so yeah that's something that I'm really grateful to hypnobirthing for go for it you there's nothing to lose and like us you might find that it's extremely helpful in your life it's been a pleasure having you join us Drop me a line if there's a conversation you would love to hear. Sophia at sophiahanson.com. Whatever you do, be calm and relaxed. Lots of love. Bye bye for now.